Hi, and welcome to Sheepcast. The date is June 15th, 2020, and I'm Max Park. This is our daily devotional and prayer on Philippians, and today's passage is Philippians chapter 4, verse 1. This is what the Word of God reads. Therefore, my beloved brethren, whom I long to see, my joy and crown, in this way stand firm in the Lord, my beloved. Paul addresses the church of Philippi as the beloved brethren whom he longs to see. Of course, because he's in prison, he cannot do so, but he longs to see them as much as I think uh, he articulates in the opening chapter of Philippians, as we saw in chapter 1. He considers them his joy and crown in the sense not only that he planted the church, but in the sense that they are fellow brothers and sisters of the faith, growing in faith, maturing in the faith, and whom he believes are standing in the faith along with him. And this final chapter will examine a theme that is reminiscent of the prior themes, but is almost in a sense recasting and recapitulating those themes in a new light to bring it to the foreground of our faith. So, we examine three chapters and three themes in the first three chapters of Philippians. One being, of course, putting the gospel above all other things, prioritizing it above all other things, the proclamation of it and the living out of it and the understanding of it and the receiving of it, all of these things, the gospel must be first in our lives. The second theme we had, we looked at was the theme of Jesus's death on the cross as a template and a lens of our perspective on life. Can you see life through the lens of Christ's death and atonement, helping you to see death not as an end to itself, but as a means towards a greater life with God and with Christ forever, to be with him and to be like him. And in the third theme, we we discussed this imitation or emulation of, of Christian leaders prior to us who have matured in the faith and who have demonstrated certain attributes, especially their pursuit of Christ. And so we've looked at these three things, and this final chapter is going to look at the theme of the perseverance, the perseverance of believers, the perseverance of the saints, to never give up in this race as Paul would many times analogize it to be. So, to never give up on this walk with God. He begins this final ver- uh, final chapter with the first verse, with the word therefore. So, that connects the ideas, everything prior, from chapters 1 to 3, with whatever he's going to talk about in this fourth and final chapter. Therefore, and he addresses his audience, beloved brethren, his joy and his crown, In this way, and here's the imperative, the commandment of the verse, stand firm. In what? In the Lord. And again, he addresses them caringly and warmingly, my beloved. Why does Paul give us this final command, imperative, stand firm? Well, I think it does a couple things here, okay? I think it points backwards to putting the gospel first, looking at the world through Christ's death, emulating Christian leaders, all of these things as almost a uh, transitional command or imperative that leads us towards what he's going to really articulate in this final chapter to be, I believe, a forging or foregrounding of the uh, the method by which we do this. And that's that, of course, is demonstrated through our perseverance. All of these things, putting the gospel first in your life, understanding to be priority, having Jesus Christ's death as, as the outlook of life, and emulating Christian leaders leads to a life that perseveres in the faith. And there are three things that D.A. Carson notes we find in this opening verse. The first, he says, the burden of the first verse is to stand 
firm. This verse is transitional, pointing both backward to what we have already examined and forward to the chapter ahead. Secondly, he says many of the themes in Philippians chapter 4 have already been treated in Philippians chapter 1 to 3. But in this last chapter of Paul's letter, these themes are recast in such a way as to foster perseverance and endurance. And the third, and he says most important of all, we cannot help but see that many of the specific injunctions in this chapter are calculated to foster perseverance. And that's what I was talking about. This final chapter is not theoretical. It's not about knowledge not about doctrinal statements it's about identifying how do we go about fostering perseverance in our life and we put it really this way he says this d.a carson so the kinds of things paul chooses to emphasize in his closing chapter are these integrity in relationships fidelity toward god quiet confidence in him purity and wholesomeness in thought and godliness in heart and attitude in every area paul wants to foster firmness, stability, endurance, perseverance, and faithfulness before God, before the God who has disclosed himself so wonderfully and climactically in Jesus Christ, his son. And so his final challenge to his beloved church, his beloved brethren, is to see them stand firm and persevere, never give up. And brothers and sisters, that is my prayer for you today. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pray for the beloved brethren of the faith, the beloved saints of the faith, brothers and sisters globally, those listening and not listening. Lord, I pray that they would stand firm in you and that they would never give up and persevere to the end. All this we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to thank you for joining us today. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please check out our church Facebook page called Sheepgate Fellowship and our YouTube channel by the same name. You can join us in worship on Sundays via live stream at 1245 p.m. Eastern time. And the link for that is on our Facebook page. I hope the Lord blesses you this day and enjoy. God bless. Mm -hmm.